gentlemen, I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. What's making news around the world? Well, better up, Finn. I'm back. You're in up. The seat. You're on the plate. I'm nervous. Sammy's throwing pitch. Actually, has he usually misses. Yep. He does. Listening. Oh, he's listening. Yep. When is he not, man? He just knows what time's what making. You see, what's making news is a bit late today, but I'm listening. <sighs> Staff, I'm a bit nervous. Every time, every time I do do this segment, I feel like I have four eyes beating at me. Sam's just beating from home. Yep. Okay, we'll start off with the first story. Our government apologises after untrained sprinter gets worst time ever at an international 100 metre race. Mm. The government of Somalia has apologised after sending an untrained sprinter to compete in the World University Games. I don't really, I'm not sure how this athlete even managed to make it to the blocks, Staff. She just, she looked very uh, out of place. I don't want to sound rude. It, just, it didn't yeah. look like she. It didn't look like she was meant to be there. Like all the other sprinters around her looked, looked quite the part. And it was it was obvious she was out of place as she fell ten seconds behind the winner and ran the hundred meters in twenty one point eight one seconds. That's my sort of time. Um, I even think you could beat that staff. I, I reckon. Yeah, I actually have seen footage of that, and I what and Eddie the Eagle Edwards. Um, Eric the Eel. Eric the Eel. I was thinking about him this morning. <laughs> and they've sort of stopped doing that at the Olympic Games now. Like, I don't mind developing countries, getting their best swimmer or their best runner. And if she ran 16, 15 seconds, I'm okay. Because, it's, you know, they, you need to be represented. You need to represent your university. But that would have been quite humiliating for her, I thought. But as she crossed the line... She did a skip. She skipped. She did a little skip. And I thought... You go, girl. I didn't mind. Good on her. Yeah. She was having a good time. Awesome time. Um, I don't think the Somali, uh, the minister of Somali was very happy, though. He said it was an embarrassment. And he said, what happened today was not a representative of the Somali people. We apologize to the Somali people. Oh, well. She had a good time, though. Had a good time. She did. I mean, she's she's racing more international 100-meter races than I have. Uh, and you have. There was a race last week. Um... And it was at the NCAA Athletics Champs. And you had to compete in every event. And this particular university didn't have someone for the hundred me- the women's 100-metre hurdles. And so if they didn't put an athlete in, they'd be disqualified from winning the team competition. So they shot putter. I've seen that video as well. It was brilliant. <laughs> I loved it. Just because you had to have someone yeah. compete. Way to step up. Mm. Next story. Customer notices very rude message on receipt ask, after asking for ice and wine. Oh. A note left on a restaurant receipt by an employee has sparked controversy online. See, Steph, I've worked in fast food for like since high school, very long time, and I'm not going to lie, it, sometimes obscure orders will come through and I'll have a good laugh with a with a colleague of mine, like, oh, who's putting pineapple on pizza kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but no, this person went and took it a little bit even further and wrote on the receipt underneath of the wine uh, I'm not going to say what it was it was a bit vulgar um, it was in Australia uh, ice in it uh, if if word bogans oh. oh oh what's your take on that Steph what's, do you think ice and wine is a bit is a bit bogany what do you think here's the thing if you want ice in your wine and you're the only one that's drinking it go for gold that's what I think it's your drink 
there at a pub, it's probably quite hot inside, a bit stuffy. And is, I'm, I don't drink wine, but is it is it true that wine temperature determines what it tastes like? Yes. So what if they just wanted it colder? They like it like that. Yeah, because I like cold white wine and I like room temperature red wine. There you go. Some people I know chill their red wine and wine snobs go, you don't put your red wine in the fridge. I like it cold, they say. And I'm, you do you. Do you? That's what I say. You do you. But I, I just think it was a little bit rude. And like, the employee just needs to get a bit of a grip, to be honest. They can do what they want. Okay, we're probably running out of time for a third story, so I'll give you my facts, Steph. Okay. Fade the music down. <gasps> It's a big fact. Japan has one vending machine for every 40 people. That's Holy a lot of vending heck. machines, dude. Holy heck. I would, hold on, let me get the Japanese population. 20. 125 million people. Divided by 40. Divided by 40. I, I can't do quick math, but that seems like a lot of vending machines. 80,000? Uh, 80, I don't know. I've got a fact. Go on, Steph, hit me with it. Did you know... In one teaspoon of soil, there are more microorganisms than humans on the planet. Really? In one teaspoon of soil. Like one like little one teaspoon, teaspoon. of soil has more than wow. 8 billion microorganisms. And we're going to go to a break, and I want you to think about this. You said you've been in fa- worked at fast food, pizza place, mm-hmm. forever. Mm. I want you to think about the weirdest things you've seen that people have requested on oh. orders. Please. Yep, I'll hit you with it after the break. And please, yeah. And people out there, double eight, double three. What's the weirdest thing you've added to an order? I'd be interested. We'll come back.